What up, Chatty Chatty Chatamus? And I am telling you, I'm not going. Pamela, what is happening? Ryan, it's Bring Your Favorite Beats Day. You made up this holiday and put it on everyone's calendar. And said anyone who didn't bring their favorite beats would get hit with a water balloon. Oh, I think I spelled beets wrong. I meant the vegetable beets. B-E-E-T-S. Yeah, no one brought those kinds of beets. What beets are you sharing today, Ryan? I've got beets that y'all have probably never heard of. Ooh, really? Who is it? It's, um... Ooh, is it Boy Genius? Or Imagine Dragons? Or Diplo? Or Jay-Z? Nope. It's, um, time to start the show. I'm Ryan Willard. And I'm Pamela Kirkland. It's Thursday, October 19th. This is the 10 News. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Ryan needs banana bread. Where is my banana bread? Hey, Ryan. Poppy, bring your own beets day. Hey, Naomi. What up, Nia? I didn't know you were coming in today. Great to see you. What are you listening to? We're listening to the Heiress Tour set list, obviously. We're going to see the movie soon. What's the Heiress Tour? (gasps) You haven't heard? It's Taylor Swift's world tour. But Taylor Swift has toured before. Why is this a big deal? A lot of reasons. Allow us to explain. Since March of 2023, Taylor Swift has been traveling around the U.S. and now the world, performing for three hours at each show. It's amazing. On October 13th, a movie version of the U.S. tour released worldwide, just like after her first stadium tour in 2019. What happens at the show? She performs songs from nine of her ten albums and includes surprises that aren't even part of the set list. So you don't know what you're going to get? No, but that's what makes the surprise songs fun. She's starting to repeat songs, too. The tour started in March, and it's ending in November of 2024. Is anything special happening for the movie? Yeah. So fans dress up as different eras or lyrics from songs that they like, and they go to the concert there and trade friendship bracelets. Movie theaters have special branded popcorn buckets, and five movies have changed their release dates so that they don't compete with the Eras Tour movie. Whoa! So why does it come out on the 13th? Is it a significant date? Common Swifty knowledge is that 13 is Taylor Swift's favorite and luckiest number. She adds 13 to many of her major Easter eggs and she was also born on the 13th of December. That's why the movie came out on the 13th of October. That date also happened to be Friday the 13th. Hey Nia, we gotta get going. Already? Where are you going? To buy our tickets. Oh, can I come? Too late, we already invited Pam. What? Sorry Ryan, maybe next time. Mm, Maybe I shouldn't have eaten all their popcorn last time we went to the movies. Oh, I think a tenor's calling. One sec while I grab this. My name is Ella. I'm seven years old. I live in California. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. Oh, hey, Ella. Did you see the movie? Yes, I did. How was it? I have loved the movie. It was so good. I got so excited when I first saw it because that was my first time that I have saw something Taylor Swift. I dressed up as Miss Americana and my cousin Dean, he was the Heartbreak Prince. Do you have a favorite Taylor Swift song? Shake It Off. I love her songs and my mom and my Nina Cannons, they actually went to the concert and that was the concert that was in the movie that we went in. That is so cool. I really need to go see this movie, but what era should I dress as? 
We've got some big news about the National Football League. Taylor Swift was spotted at a Kansas City Chiefs game to support player Travis Kelsey and has had an immense and immediate impact. The Chiefs versus Bears game drew in 24.3 million viewers. The matchup also had a 63% viewership increase with women. Travis Kelsey jersey sales jumped 400% afterwards and he has a top five selling jersey in the whole NFL. Kelsey also gained more than 300,000 Instagram followers the next day and his podcast went to number one overall on Apple. All of which makes me wonder, what would happen if Taylor Swift came on the 10 News? What would you want to ask Taylor Swift? Leave us a message at 877-T-E-N-N-E-W-S. Um, Rye, why are you under my desk looking at Spotify? Hey, Kareem. Uh, so, uh, we're supposed to bring in new music today, and I can't remember any new music I like. And someone might hit me with a water balloon. Ooh, well, what genre are you going for? I'm kind of lost. Do you have any suggestions? Well, Indigenous Peoples' Day was on October 9th. Have you ever listened to any Indigenous artists? Oh my gosh, I have actually. Let's do a playlist playoff. All right, I'm up first. Number one, I like this hip-hop artist named Superman. He's a rapper and does fancy dance, which is a style of Native American dance. Superman's a member of the Absolute Nation and lives on the Crow Reservation in Montana. I found him through this cool music video called All Right, where he travels around in the DeLorean from Back to the Future, which is one of my favorite movies. Check it out. Superman's awesome. For number two, Ray Zaragoza has been on repeat for me. She's a protest singer-songwriter whose lyrics speak about her experience being mixed race because her mom immigrated from Japan and her dad is of Mexican and indigenous descent. I love her songs Fight Like a Girl, Strong Woman, and Fight For You because it talks a lot about social justice, women's rights, and issues that indigenous communities face today. I dig that. Number three, I've also been feeling Digging Roots. Shoshana Kish and Raven Kanatatka are an Anishinaabe duo that blends powwow with blues and hip hop. And they're awesome activists. They founded the Indigenous Music Summit, which is a safe and sacred space that nurtures indigenous talent and connects them with music industry professionals. Number four, ooh, I'm also digging J25. Giselle Childs Evans was the first indigenous woman to be inducted into the Recording Academy, which is the organization behind the prestigious Grammy Awards. J25 represents the Chickasaw Nation and is determined to keep their stories and culture alive through music and songwriting. And number five is Laura Nikwai. She's from the indigenous community of Wemotasi, Canada, and her Atikameku identity is at the core of her music. Her lyrics for me are so meaningful and well thought of because she consults with linguistic experts and elders to make sure she sings properly in Atekomeku, her native language. She says one of her favorite songs to sing is Moteskano, which means the paths of our ancestors. 
This song highlights the importance of the passing down of their culture and how it should never stop. Okay, that was an awesome playlist playoff. Thank you so much for your help, Kareen. You're welcome, Rai. And, um, good luck with the water balloon situation. A big anniversary is coming up on October 23rd, the anniversary of the first Apple iPod. You've probably heard of an iPhone, but have you ever heard of an iPod? The iPod was a revolutionary music player from Apple that debuted on October 23rd, 2001. The first iPod had five gigabytes of storage and was able to hold about a thousand songs, which was more than any other music player could hold at that time. Wow. Nowadays, the iPhone can do everything an iPod could do and has anywhere from 128 gigabytes to 1,000 gigabytes of storage. And if you have Apple or Spotify, you can stream an infinite amount of songs. A lot has changed since the iPod's debut in 2001. What do you think our phones will look like in another 22 years? Welcome to the Trivia Room. Hey, Naomi, that's my line. Tessa gave me the Trivia Throne. Well, I got here first today. And if you want the throne back, you're going to have to answer some Taylor Swift trivia. Fine. Bring it on. What is going on here? Trivia on the ten. Taylor Swift trivia? Maybe three different quick questions? Fine. Which album did Taylor Swift write by herself without any co-writers? Um, well, firstly, I know about three albums. So I'll just eeny, meeny, miny, moe it. Red. Uh, incorrect. The answer is, speak now. What year was Taylor Swift born? Well... I don't know that much. And the only album with like a time in it is 1989. Is that it? That's right. What is Taylor Swift's favorite color? Is it blue? Uh, incorrect. It's purple. One out of three, not bad. Although I don't know if that's enough to give you back your spot. Hey, tenors, do you want to join me in the trivia room and drop some knowledge? Visit the10news.com slash contact to get in touch, and we might have you on the show. Yeah, and I'll be back in charge next week. Really? <sighs> okay, I think I made it through Bring Your Own Beats Day without getting water balloons. Yeah, I think you're good. I really dug those indigenous artists you shared. Right, you never showed me your beats. Oh, I actually did a whole segment about... Wait... Chad, are you holding actual vegetables? Uh, yeah, I brought red ace beets, like your message said. It sounds like you maybe brought the wrong kind of beets. I, I mean, yes, but no, I, I, I actually... <laughs> Ooh, it's so cold. <laughs> Sorry, your message said I could do that to anyone who didn't bring beets. <sighs> well played, Chadamus. Well played. I earned that. Maybe you should dry off and give 10 new snaps to one of our listeners. But before that, here's a quick note for the grown-ups. Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. 
Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Hello, families. Get ready for a thrilling adventure with Culture Kids Podcast. Join us as we unlock wonders of the world, embarking on a journey through culture, traditions, and languages, all while having a blast with your whole family. We cover different topics, like different greetings around the world, and K-pop, Texas barbecue, and even Pokemon! Ignite curiosity, broaden horizons, and inspire empathy in your children with interviews from people all over the world, providing diverse perspectives that your whole family can learn from. Let Culture Kids Podcast be your passport to a global education where learning and fun go hand in hand. And that's Culture Kids Podcast wherever you get your podcast. Got it. See you there. Time for 10 News Snaps. A tenor named YBRJGBYGLGRNYOUURTJ left this review on Apple Podcasts and said, I think the 10 News is good because it's kid-friendly and funny, but is also kind of confusing. I love the show. Thank you for your honesty. Honestly, I don't know how to pronounce your name. And thanks for listening to the 10 News. 10 Things You Need to Know drops every Tuesday and our in-depth reports drop every Thursday. And if you want some bonus content, you can join the Tenors Club on our website or on Apple Podcasts. The 10 News is a co-production of Small But Mighty Media and Next Chapter Podcasts and part of the Airwave Podcast Network. The 10 News creative team is dropping beats and tossing water balloons and includes Tracy Crooks, Logan DeYoung, Kareen Katabayan, Carson Potter, and Chad Chennai. Our production director is Jeremiah Tittle, and our executive producers are Donald Albright and show creator Tracy Leeds Kaplan. I'm Ryan Willard. And I'm Pamela Kirkland. Thanks for listening to the 10 News. Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts or at sciencepodcastforkids.com.